listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. She said to him, I want you to be a father. He's your little boy and you don't even bother. Like, brother without the R, he's starting to harbor, cooling food for thought. Before you, he's a starver. Starting to use red markers on his work. His teacher says she knows he's much smarter, but he's hurt. Used to hand his homework in first, like he was a classroom starter. Burst to tears, let him know she's serious. I know he's fighting in class. Got a note last week saying he might not pass. Asked me if his daddy was sick of us, cause you ain't never pick him up. You see what his problem is? He don't know where his papa is. No positive male role model to play football or build railroad models and making the hole you've been digging it because you ain't been kicking it since he was old enough to hold bottles. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips podcast, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We didn't have no power for a couple hours, so mm-hmm. I was going to watch Walking Dead and recap it today. But instead, you got a good nap in. But that ain't what God wanted y'all to have, okay? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm and blame this on all the christians because this is what they believe in okay i as an atheist i just thought it was science but apparently jesus didn't want y'all to have a walking dead recap so maybe next time we had planned on it mm-hmm. i tried and it was pitch black too i walked up to the door i was like this dog out here mm-hmm. uh the official weapon of the show is the, taser. the unofficial sport is bullet ball bullet ball extreme you know where to find us the blackout tips everywhere the blackout tips.com itunes stitcher all that stuff um we're sponsored by shadow dog productions they're going to be uploading new videos to youtube make sure you check it out go to their youtube channel it's very simple youtube.com slash user slash shadow dog production or just put in shadow dog productions in the search for a youtube and their channel will come up like it join it favorite it you know get updated when new videos come out they always got stuff in the works over there um and we had just recorded with them as you guys probably heard earlier this week i also would like to send out a reminder to everybody okay i asked people during the feedback show last saturday and we haven't got any responses yet it's been it's almost been a week okay somebody said they sent a response i know it might have got lost in your i haven't seen an email or anything with a response uh for all the good hotels okay you must have seen it i didn't see i didn't click on it seeing what oh somebody has said something about uh they sent us a link let me see if i could find it for the good hotels yeah, i'm assuming that's what it was okay i need to see a link to their work i need to see what you know they got like uh, email me it's probably easier to email me but i want yeah. links to people's work okay like what is their work where they go i'm a hotel and i'm lgbtq inclusive i'm not a misogynist i'm not anti-black woman i'm not uh just trying to put black men you know at the top of the food chain when it comes to uh the hierarchy um so i would like for people to send me that work if people are saying that um you know it is uh that this work exists then i would like to see some evidence of this work okay so good let me see the the good hotels okay don't just send me some some old bullshit i would like the good ones okay that everybody claims exist or some people claim exist but yet i have had crickets and it's been almost a week all right let's get into the show okay um and uh let me get to some of these articles and stuff got all kinds of stuff to talk about um um where we at there we go uh we got all kinds of stuff to talk about and we're gonna get into it so let me find some articles to talk about how about 
what's going on with people these days oh usher's herpes accuser is suing her insurance company for allegedly exposing her medical records to double alls as uh mm-hmm. J- jocelyn would say yeah yeah you, you yeah you have no right to do that that is private information now she's alleging that i mean now we know that she uh had a 20 million dollar lawsuit dismissed which was easily proven false when um you know uh, i guess she ain't got herpes so it's like what's the point um but yeah it's alleging that an insurance broker representing three companies exposed her medical records and as a result she's taking it to the courts in the claim she states that her application from when she applied for insurance ended up plastered all over a blog which she says included a lot of sensitive health information supposedly the agent took screenshots of the application and aired them out to a media outlet that outlet then published a blog around august of last year helm is currently in the process of suing united healthcare blue cross and blue shield of louisiana and golden rule insurance company she's also planning to sue the unidentified blog for reportedly defaming her character by saying she committed insurance fraud hmm well i mean they did violate her i don't know it seemed like that would be some kind of violation yeah i mean even if she's a scammer you can't really like expose that to the media that's for the courts to play out come on let let them call for that information and it be given to them but you know when you get jobs like this and even uh, some of the things i do at my job you sound waivers and shit saying that i won't do this and if i do this charges could be pressed against me yeah so uh if she's right even if uh she lost that even if she was proven to be lying or whatever um it is what it is right you ain't had no business doing that oh i know what i forgot to mention this is what i meant to say our calendars came in yeah and they are gorgeous guys now i ordered 50 of them but i have to send some out to some people because anybody who's in the calendar um not including like the group shots but like the people that we took pictures with we're gonna try to put them in the um make make sure we send the one uh free or whatnot and then um i don't know I, I guess we'll give away the rest or something i i would sell them but i literally don't know how we can sell these calendars um to people um but you know we got some good um pretty sure, yeah like i said if you if you really want to we can find a way it's up to you yeah I ask people to send me ideas on how we can do it if they want to um if they want to be have a chance to purchase one rather than just the luck of the draw of us giving them away but um you know if, if nobody hits us up then i'm gonna just go ahead and give them away uh and try to give them away by the end of january so everybody can get to 12 months of use out of it mm-hmm. but uh i gotta i gotta mail all the people that that are in this joint um uh, or at least see if they yeah, want one because i know we had a good time last year playing the games and stuff yeah and uh but we had way less calendars last time that's true too i think we only had like 10 or 20 but 50 i mean I'll, uh you know uh we'll see though um at any rate man these calendars are pretty dope pretty fun we had a great year it was super hard to narrow us down to just 12 pictures yes because we be probably literally had hundreds to choose from yeah like it, it was so particularly many. in my phone i had to i had to up to apple was like hey bitch you're taking up too much room pay us yeah so i mean i, I appreciate you know we got collie in there again we got our picture when we met living color yes we got, uh mike from where's my 40 acres when we got to have dinner with him yes we did we got negro con uh pictures of course uh we have when we went to you know went out to eat with the safety pin box folks mm-hmm. um you know we got so i had to hook people up with their calendars so they can um get theirs but after that 
you know mm, I was, like i said we can decide. maybe find out a website or something if not just give them away and of course that's us for christmas so um you know hope you guys uh are, are trying to get in these calendars man because we trying to definitely uh get them to you uh all right let's get to the show show let's get back to these news articles north carolina is ordered to redraw its congressional map Mm-hmm. north carolina is ordered to redraw its congressional map a uh, panel of federal judges struck down north carolina's congressional map on tuesday condemning it as unconstitutional because republicans had drawn the map seeking a political advantage yeah it was so bad that the there's a third party like um why am i forgetting the name of them there's a third party organization that measures like countries to see if they're democracies or not and it measures it by things like voting district voter suppression stuff like this north carolina got ruled not a democracy i believe that because these these niggas don't care right so um yeah judge james a Wynn jr wrote a 191 page opinion good god i had a lot to say how do judges even do that said that the republicans in north carolina's legislators have been motivated by invidious partisan intent as they carried out their obligation in 2016 to divide the state into 13 congressional districts 10 of which are held by republicans the result judge Wynn wrote violated the 14th amendment's guarantee of equal protection the ruling and his chief and his chief demand that the republican dominated legislature create a new landscape of congressional districts by january 24th infused new turmoil into political chaos that it that has in recent years enveloped north carolina President Trump carried North Carolina in 2016, but the state elected a Democrat as his governor on the same day, and in 2008 supported President Barack Obama. Yeah, I, it's very frustrating living here, but I've tried to explain to people the reputation that we have for our state is more about people at the top changing, literally changing our politics. Right, the, the being general- bought and sold our pot, like they have bought and sold our our state, and it took a hell of a uh effort just to get us a democratic elected governor again and 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 it's obvious people don't fuck with pat mccrory he's not that popular but think about how comfortable he must have felt to be the to be the leading the charge on bigotry from this state a state that went to obama in 08 they were so shook to their core at the fact that this country this state went blue in 08 that they made sure they vowed it would never do that shit again come on now they started passing rules and 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 the thing about it is that when a lot of people hear about the bullshit that's coming out of our state a lot of times it is not coming from the large population a lot a lot of these places come from the rural rural areas which which the population is not as big but a lot of those people are like in the house and in the senate of the state of north carolina and those are the motherfuckers that's going in there passing these fuck-ass laws and fuck-ass rules you know because if you really talk about charlotte and the raleigh durham area most of these areas which which most of the black people in the state live in these concentrated areas there's people all across the state but as far as like population wise most most brown people live in these cities so most of us don't give a fuck and don't care you know but the but the people in these rural areas these are the people that's against abortion these are the people that want to shut down planned parenthood like these are the people that got these laws you like when people hear about it and they don't actually live here they just think we're some backwards ass uh, uh state and that's not so well also just even in the rural areas it's not that one-sided correct you know like like most states in the south you have a heavy population of black people and there and because of that you have a bunch of legislation and um systemic practices to marginalize our vote 
you know you have mass incarceration more in the south than up north you know you have uh more uh, this is where you had jim crow this is where you had segregation more like uh they've always been trying to find a way to push black people out of control out of any level of power and in 2008 they were scared to their core because it's oh my god these black people shifted our electorate you know we didn't we thought we'd go red again and here we are going blue uh and it was like a shocking turn and i and i think we would have gone blue again in 2010 2012 2014 but yet they kept you know start they started rigging shit up more and more voter suppression voter id laws all this shit and not you know changing the voting hours and i'm like no one's voting for these things the the law about minimum wage and you can use whatever bathroom you want was a local charlotte law to our city which is a very kind of liberal city compared to comparatively um that pushback that right ripped the whole state was a few people in power saying no and in addition to that we're not letting you raise minimum wage and we're passing trans bathroom laws like that was all a response from a handful of people that's not the we didn't have a citizen like a a referendum like the citizens in north carolina didn't even get to vote on that that's that's the thing that's what it's hard to get people to understand it's like y'all we don't vote on this shit this is shit that they do private sessions 3 a.m in the morning when fucking people are sleeping pass laws in the middle of the night you wake up at 6 a.m listen to npr and i'm fucking voted on something and you're like what the fuck nobody even knew this bullshit was happening this can happen to your state is the point i want to say you know like you have to be vigilant you have to keep voting you have to um keep putting up a fight because you know maybe the, and maybe this judge has settled it maybe it hasn't but you know they can take away your democracy from you um if you don't fight for it you know and apathy isn't to me isn't the answer and saying i just fuck i refuse to, to vote i refuse to participate in the system to me that's not the answer um so uh for me personally i feel like this is uh everyone has to be vigilant and pay attention to these kind of things um all right let's see what else is happening um how about um, how about this uh why bad apologies are worse than no apologies at all um have bad apologies undermined the important social function of saying sorry have that karen yes this year has been chock full of unjustified behavior from men in powerful positions it has also been a year full of terrible i'm sorry if this year was has taught us anything is that when you apologize to your for your reprehensible and cruel behavior it had better be a good apology if it isn't the public's wrath might be worse than what followed the original offense yeah you might as well not say nothing the constant cycle of bad men and bad apologies leads me to wonder do apologies hold any real value in our society anymore and is there any hope for someone to issue a crowd pleasing plea for forgiveness or are we all just so desensitized because apologies have become so disappointed we don't even know what a good one looks like anymore nick smith a philosophy professor at the university of new hampshire who wrote a book on apologies called i was wrong told salon that apologies are an inflated moral currency apologies are a sharp double-edged sword in modern life smith continues sometimes they seem to be the rare and almost sacred gesture above all of this crassness and cynicism where we stop and honor our core values but because of this offenders can weaponize apologies to manipulate our deepest traditions and values he added smith explained that apologies can indeed cause more hurt than good apologies are like love in this respect in that the spiritual depth of these ideas can provide profound meaning for profound or profound damage yeah i was actually listening to uh 
keith and a girl episode today it was called no apologies like the one that just came out today uh it was so good but um they had this dude that you know how they were gonna do a show on saturdays or whatever mm-hmm. and they're still gonna do that but there something happened over the break where one of the dudes who was like the head of some radio shit with them like not with keith and a girl but the, the company they wanted to work for them mm-hmm got accused of being like a very manipulative abusive boyfriend oh and um he wrote this apology um on his tumblr you have to it's it's fucking like it's just he might as well it was so manipulative and abusive it wasn't an apology it's just more abuse and manipulation i feel like people can sense that you know i don't have to be the person that was abused to sense you're not sincere with this bullshit um so yeah i I can understand how no apology can be even worse right i mean a bad apology can be even worse correct correct Uh, sometimes it's best not to say anything and people don't want to hear that because we live in a society that that's uh demands an answer no matter what it will criticize the answer no matter what and the thing about an apology particularly if his apology is sincere the apology is when somebody apologized they said okay i i fucked up i messed up my bad i will change i will make a corrective maneuver i will do things put things in place so that this won't happen again and then if it's a sincere sincere apology the behavior over time will indicate that this is a sincere change Mm -hmm. and the thing is is that when people are hurt People have a tendency to never want you to leave that spot, and that's the problem. And it's not the person apologizing; it's the it's the actual me apologizing. I cannot force or make you accept my apology, which is fine. But what I can do is apologize and move on. If you're determined that you want to stay stuck, I don't have anything to do with you staying stuck. And a lot of people are stuck in this anger about all types of different things, and there's nothing anybody can say or do to get them to accept apologies which i understand you're, you're not obligated to accept anybody apology but that person is not obligated to consistently apologize about some shit especially if they have apologized because what it is is i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry you get into that mode because every time your face or your presence you just provoke something within this person so if that case yes it can be devastating and damaging to both parties involved in the, in the situation like that mm-hmm. go ahead no, I was oh, oh, in a situation like that, in my opinion, um, but because most people aren't crazy like that, because right. I, cause that's what, but see, the internet is how people respond. I remember me and you talking about that. The way people react on social media, if they responded this way in real life, you'd be a sociopath. Right. If somebody was having a conversation, me and you was having a conversation, and you jump in out the blue, go, hey, y'all, let's, and we'd be like, what the fuck? You didn't have anything to do with this conversation. But right. on social media, that's considered acceptable. If me and you are talking, and somebody comes in and start yelling, and start, you know, just doing these crazy shit, it, you would be considered insane, but it's acceptable on social media. And I think a lot of times, when it comes to apologies, because social media is the place where, people are you have to apologize on social media which i don't have a problem apologizing on social media but even in social media people can read and they can tell whether it's youtube or your writing whatever if your apology is real or sincere or not well also i just don't think there's any apology that's good enough correct if we're being honest i've never seen people go that's a good apology we all agree it's always some people that don't want to agree um more importantly because honestly what's really happening is the initial infraction is 
where you fucked up and people aren't ne- there's some people that they'll never let it go and in in their zeal to never let it go they also will go i'll never accept your apology or this apology is trash no matter what like that you know i'm trying to kind of take those people out the equation but yeah they exist it's a real phenomenon um and then there's this other side of not accepting the apology when you're not really in the offended party like a lot of us are third party to things right it's someone apologizing to people they've hurt or apologizing to their fans and in many cases people that aren't even their fans will be like i don't accept this apology it's like well you're not they're not even talking to you really Yeah, you're not the offended party um here's what i'll say though um there's power in not accepting the apology yes it is human beings don't like giving up power Mm -mm. you know the same way that i say on social media the way we can block somebody unfriend them unfollow whatever it makes us feel more powerful than we really are in real life and i think we are attracted to these methodologies of um of of amassing what feels like power you know that's why we you know i'm you know i know i'm a little bit weird as far as uh not being a joiner but i know most people are joiners most people like being in facebook groups most people like being in uh you know kind of having clicks and stuff and the only power to click is some people can't come in you know and most people don't want to give up that power you know um shared dislike is is such a huge motivator for what most people would consider relationships on social media and when you break that mold and go i actually don't have a problem with this person it's then you kind of become the enemy sometimes or you become like persona non grata it's you know it's like when people find out it's like when i see people going off about the kardashians and i'm like i actually don't have a problem with the kardashians i just don't fuck with them right like i don't, like, I don't them, watch right. them i don't consume I don't, them right at all like if they're annoying or bad people i just don't keep up with them mm-hmm. ironically so no pun intended but you know but it's like but it's like oh you're opting out of disliking this thing with me you know what mm-hmm. i mean you know it's that thing where it's like yeah i can't we're not gonna always be sympathetic on everything so i think that's a huge part of it. there's a social pressure to not accept apologies quote unquote Mm -hmm. but keep in mind are they really even apologizing to you you know what i'm saying like is it really my apology to accept in many cases it's not all right so then there's this other part i would say the vast majority of apologies that i've seen um are what i would call passable right where they're they're, they're bare minimal if that much because there's conflicting advice on apologies right right well he he sounded he was just reading a statement from his publicist okay so then don't read the statement from my publicist got it try to sound authentic oh he sounded like he was just making it up if you care you gotta go get somebody to write down what you need to say not you can't win yeah because because we're upset it's the anger and i think if you look past the whether they accept the apology or not you find it's the anger that hasn't gone away the other thing i would say about social media that you brought up was a great point um but time now see with most things that you apologize for you need time to understand how you fucked up and you don't always learn that lesson fast enough for the internet so i remember when cam newton fucked up and he issued his apology or whatever it took him like two or three days people like i fuck him forever i don't care anymore now it also looked like he refused to read a script he was just coming off the top of his dome and he still had words that weren't perfect i still remember him saying like i have a daughter i have a mom and you know and i remember when we played it on here you being like i hate when people do that that's terrible or whatever so like 
it even in his sincere apology or whatever he's still fucking up he still doesn't know the perfect words he's you know and i think also because of social media we we are now in touch with people that are like phds and fucking um you know academics and stuff that have all the perfect words all the time as far as they're concerned and they're like well this is how you're supposed to say that or you know this is where this analysis was missing talking to somebody who don't have any media training a lot of yeah times. or even if they have media training they just might not be as good at this as somebody that went to school for it for 12 years correct at picking the right words and shit so all that to say in general though like i said i consider those apologies mostly passable which means most people will let it go our little internet bubble is not that it's not really a representative of america or of the world to be honest like what football fan is still holding that grudge against cam i would say in my circle of people a lot of people still like fuck him i can't believe he said that shit in life though if i walk the street and just start talking to people they'd be like what 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 oh that female shit yeah whatever you know that's the that's the reality of it um you know like i said it's one of the reasons i backed away a little bit from people because i'm like oh wait this is a cycle of us constantly sounding off but it's not it's not really real you know and i think that matters (laughs) when you can step back from people you can see like oh what you what we're doing isn't really representative of the world or really changing the world sometimes Mm -hmm. and we have to pick and choose our battles and our energy um all that to, to say though we've talked about the exceptions right uh there's still a significant number of apologies that are just fucking terrible yes and those apologies i would rather you not even apologize just be just don't kevin spacey being like i'm drunk i don't remember also i'm gay that's that's terrible yes uh which was a batelli whichever one linked the fucking recipe ad at the end of his the crocs do yeah Yeah. terrible terrible like some of these apologies are more about even if they're real sincere whatever we're just asking you to apologize as fast as possible um and one of the things people leave out a lot of times when it comes to these apologies in public if you're talking about something criminal if you're talking about something criminal most people are not going to incriminate themselves because they want twitter to like them and most most i would hope that most people that i know are smart enough to be like let me not go out here and say something to please other people and then fuck around and be in jail come on you know what i mean i would like to think a lot of people are smarter than that but i don't know because 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 like there's a time for that shit and there's a time where you can't you know um and a lot of times what we see is the public like discussion but we don't see the private discussion when people have signed like ndas people have signed like you know lawyers have advised against hey don't say this don't say that well what can i say look you can say i'm sorry if i hurt somebody's feelings but you better not take no liability for this shit because you take liability and we up in court and you like how did i lose a million dollars i got to sit up here and be like well, when your dumb ass said i did those things and i'm sorry you literally gave me nothing to work with that that is they are taking that as the gospel truth right no mitigating circumstances you know the court of law a lot of times they have shit like um like this co-shared responsibility for things where you can be like i was this percentage responsible for this wreck i got into you know and they were this percentage and that's how much money i'm gonna pay them or they're gonna pay me or whatever that doesn't exist in you know on the internet you know that doesn't exist uh in public opinion so you know i I think it's a lot harder to navigate that space than people give it credit for 
um and then also the people i see the toughest on apologies are always the people i've never seen apologize come on you know what i mean like i've seen them be wrong and they and they be shitty to people when they wrong they never go back hey man i was wrong about that thing but if they made a public stink about it they never go back in public and say hey man i really shouldn't have said those things about you mm-hmm. um you know i was i was absolutely wrong and out of pocket for that shit and i apologize and but it's always those people that never apologize to sit around being like this apology is terrible new you new person get out of here canceled or whatever and you're like that okay I'm, I'm gonna wait till you fuck up and see what you say because it's never it's never that everybody smooth, fucks up you know because everybody got a chance to be on the summer jam screen everybody right so, so you know that grace and mercy and shit people be talking about is is non-existent until it's them and that's just how most people function right i try my best to extend it because you know i know that's real but you know for some people they don't extend it to nobody but they wanted to return it it don't work like that yeah and honestly like a lot of the stuff that would require a good apology would take place behind the scenes yes you know private because if like say um i uh did something fucked up to, to somebody and then you catch me i'm on twitter like i apologize to this person i'm sorry da, 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 da. people be like that's not good enough but if i hit that person up privately and like look man how can i make this right i like you know let me help you with this skill that i have let me uh put some money on this thing let me repair this bridge this foundation that i've broken you know um let me you know what what are the things you need for me to help you feel whole those things might happen in private they might happen behind closed doors or when it's made public other people that aren't involved will be like that's not enough but the person that was that we should care about the person that was you know had whatever that that's being apologized to they might actually be like that's fine this is perfect this is cool this is exactly what i want nobody gives a fuck about that shit it's just you nope. have a chance to put the scarlet letter on somebody and they can, and that's more important yes and you can make their apology about you and not about them or the apology or the person they're apologizing to it gives you a chance to come and grandstand on something that a lot of times has nothing to do with you yeah so i would say for the most part um the apologies are passable and then there's a a, a part like i've never seen anyone do do an apology that i saw most people i know go that was a good apology Correct. i've never seen one and i so i really don't think it's possible um right. like unless you just like the person or something so you're like i trust that they really didn't mean to do that da, da, da. that's different because you already like them right but i've never seen people go i don't uh man seth rogan apologizing you know what i i i, I usually don't fuck with seth but that was a good ass apology i've never seen that um i and then i've seen people that like people not only accept a good apology but accept a bad one too right like oh louis ck so powerful so strong and you're like that's actually not a good apology but mm-hmm. okay right you know and, like <laughs> and also now we live in an age where people fuck up and they will publicly come out and say i fuck up but it's not really an apology right it's y'all i fucked up everybody see me fuck up right i fucked up all right can we move on that's not a goddamn apology acknowledging that you fucked up is not an apology well that's not even the ones i'm counting as uh, that was counting as bad right those aren't the passable oh, they're terrible ones, you know um but like yeah brands sometimes h&m uh brilliant villain said h&m had a good apology right i i remember reading some of the yesterday and i still don't remember the response of people being like okay h&m fucked up but we back to 
you know i'm i still fuck with h&m now you know what i mean it's gonna be fucked them forever i'm gonna remember that article that ad that picture that little black boy and people gonna be like fuck them if i, I guarantee if i brought up h&m on twitter in a week it's gonna mostly be jokes about that because people gonna be like fuck them i just don't think there's a such thing as a good apology anymore that people that most people would accept i think right the only people that so anyway all this to say uh and i think i don't know if people recognize this but i've said on the show before an apology is a selfish act and it's for you and that's okay correct it's not even really for the offended party Mm -mm. to be honest Mm -hmm. like everyone thinks it's for um the person you that who was hurt that's not really true maybe restitution could possibly be for the person that was hurt but that's only possibly because sometimes the person that was hurt don't want nothing to do with your ass right sometimes the person that was hurt would was like i wouldn't accept the apology on your fucking grade on your deathbed i don't give a fuck so there might not be a chance for restitution that's a completely different process yes the apology is about learning something from it for yourself and moving allowing yourself to move on past the mistakes that you made um which if you're sincere if you're sincere is a tough thing yes it is for people that aren't that are insincere then no i mean they're psychopaths they're sociopaths they'll just be like fuck them i don't give a fuck they probably wouldn't apologize or if they did we'd all see like this is a terrible apology but in general yeah it's i think an apology is mostly for you you know even if you apologize to the public you're just really letting them know your process of i fucked up i'm sorry i'm i'm moving on but i'm gonna take this lesson with me and da 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 da. like i'm not gonna kill myself for y'all so this is what you got if i wake up tomorrow breathing it's completely fine that some of y'all not gonna fuck with me no more right and and i have to accept that that you hear my name and you're gonna be like fuck him that's that's just the that's the mistake i made but i can't obsess over getting these people back because people with a little bit of power people with a little bit of power are fucking tyrants you know what i mean yes they are it's like how people are shitty to waiters right like you have a little bit of power and now you're fucking like you you want to be treated like a king that's kind of how people get on on in general when it comes to someone fucking up and apologizing well now i won't my eggs served to me in bed you know you're like what 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 are you talking about i, I don't i didn't now say this thing to you an hour. right so it just is a thing you know um i'm sorry what are you gonna say something i was gonna say you know and when it comes to apology when you're talking about how people with a little bit of power because the thing is uh people like power i mean it's just human nature to like power but it's one of those things where the average person will abuse power if put in if they're put into the position where they can it's rarity that you have a person in power that will not abuse their power yeah i i think some to some extent part of the way people are about apologies is about them having power for a second like oh i get a chance to say no to something yes or no no bitch this apology is terrible fuck you you know it's like it and it don't matter what you, it's like i got a chance to boo it's like uh the apollo sometimes <laughs> i just got i got a chance to boo i'm a boo this shit like you gotta be the best singer in the world you want this motherfucking uh cheers um but yeah still that was a good conversation um uh let's get to some other stuff how about uh how about this let's do this
There is something I want to ask you. There's something that I want to know. And to this question, you have the answer. So tell me what I want to know. Do you want a funk? Do you want a funk? Won't you tell me now? Won't you tell me now? If you want a funk, let me show you how. Do you want a funk with me? Do you want a funk with me? Alright, let's get into this terrible news. Um, oh god, man, listen. So apparently there's a show with genuine on it that's a reality show, Big Brother. Never heard of it. Yeah, I don't watch it either. But it's in like his seventeenth season. Celebrity Big Brother UK. Genuine was on it, right? So he uh Oh, I heard the show Big Brother. Oh, I thought you meant like a new show with the Okay. Okay, now I've heard of the show Big Brother, yes. Okay, so I've never watched it. Me um, either, but I've heard of it well he was asked by his fellow housemate india willoughby who was a transgender woman whether he would date her right he said um he basically said no she says i'm a woman right forget how many forget about any t's or any wait can i just play this let me see how long this clip is i hope this isn't the whole show um we'll see in a second 27 seconds okay i'll just play the audio from this and you guys can hear yourselves Oh God, why is that so quiet? It's a woman, okay? okay? So on that score, you would date me, wouldn't you? Not if you told me you was tra- No, no, I'm not telling you I'm trans. I'm a woman. <laughs> a woman, you, yeah, a woman, you woman, you woman, me, woman, 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 yeah. Got hey, a kid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, was that it? Was that it? Hold on. So that was the whole... Wait, hold on. Am I missing yeah. something? Hold on, let me play this again. I'm a woman. Okay, I guess I must. I don't know what you niggas are mad about. Um, as far as uh, now let's just move to the clip that they ain't showing. So here's the thing that I wanna I wanna be clear on. I've seen umpteenth articles and umpteenth fucking straight people coming out and being like, "You can't make me kiss a trans person." What I didn't really see an attempt for a kiss go there. No. There. I saw her hug him mm-hmm. um, from behind, and then she sat there. Um, but this is really important, and I need people to understand this shit because it's, it's levels to all this. The same with the Coolio shit. That was the reality of what happened, what we just saw. Very nonchalant interaction if, 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 if at best. So then articles started popping up saying, genuine accuse of transphobia because he wouldn't kiss a trans woman what was a kid nobody said anything about it. how do we get to a kiss so no one on the show accused him of trans transphobia no right? he didn't actually it wasn't actually a kiss it was like some type of hug or something mm-hmm. um the other part of this that i find crucially important no one accused him of transphobia i think it's important to note this like not on social media not on the show not in an article no one was sitting around going look at this transphobic motherfucker 
everyone understands that every individual human being has the right to not want affection or sexual attention from another human being if they don't want wish it for whatever fucking reason they want no one got injured it, it, it just the same way that a dude can't walk up to a woman and be like so you wouldn't date a black man and start trying to tongue her down like that that's not even a discussion like we don't go well you're racist you wouldn't let a black man just come up to you and tongue you down without you know like you no i i just don't want you kissing me right now that's my right right um so i find that interesting right but even even still beyond that the backlash to the people quote unquote i'm putting in quotes because they i don't i really didn't see any evidence of these people who accused genuine transphobia that backlash was super transphobic that shit was super transphobic i believe that i watched that shit that shit these this is the same thing with the coolio thing they set they set people up to expose their own bigotry they set people up and people fall for a hook line and sinker every time i can already guarantee like what media i'm going to consume this week and how they'll feel about it and what they'll say without doing any research yeah i can already do it the same response on it's all situations. straight people are so fucking dumb when it comes to this shit like cis head people because they will immediately jump to the repulsion right they don't realize they're expressing repulsion mm-hmm. they don't realize they're expressing bigotry they don't realize yes they, they're like i'm just expressing my right to say no you're so fucking adamant that it makes people go wait a minute this isn't even a real situation that happened why are you stressing this you know it's it's to the it's it's basically like when um it's like if i said uh hey you know what um black people um you are obligated to like i said you're obligated to to make out with a black man if you go to the club or else you racist and white people would be like who no you can't make me make i'm not racist because i don't want to make out with a black man you don't get to tell me what to do and i'll be like that that's a valid that is valid no one should be able to make you do whatever but also in this case you don't have that first part no one said that you have to do anything and i've seen people that some sometimes seem reasonable people can't wait to grandstand and soapbox on this and it says so much about what was inside of them the whole time of course it says so much because it's a different response from like most people should have done oh i watched the video that's not even what happened she you know video and the video tried to paint her bad too i mean the descriptions oh she stomped off we just saw it she sat there mm-hmm you know um it's a debate on twitter about what's transphobic linking us to zero tweets guys when have you ever most articles now are nothing but an aggregation of tweets come on when have y'all ever seen an article that said there was a debate on twitter and didn't include the tweets even when they make a shitty argument that's not true they always include the fucking tweets like when they go everybody's talking bad about gabby douglas's hair and they'll have like four black women that says something with two tweets uh with no you know like with four likes and no retweets and then go look at this debate and you're like that's actually not a debate no one actually engaged these people Mm-mm. no one agrees with these people the same thing happened with the black panther boycott thing that we covered on the show earlier it wasn't real Mm-mm. and yet it gave everyone a chance to go i hate black women enough to come out and be like these black women need to know their place these bitches that are it they can't wait they can't help themselves 
and we make it real so the same way i felt when i was talking about saturday about how we do black women on that black panther shit that's the same way i feel about this shit we can't wait to disavow trans people in general like mm-mm, you ain't gonna make me kiss you why were you even thinking that that's a thing that was in, happening the same way we sexualize homosexual people where we're like oh i don't want to be around a gay man who knows what he gonna do to me well probably the same thing everybody does when they're around other people and just hanging out but somehow because they're gay you gotta worry about them doing something to you quote unquote come on now come on now like so yeah um and many a uh, bt covered this bt i had a brother that i was talking to on on facebook i said where's your source on this you know what he linked me to what the facebook page of the daily caller owned by fucking um uh tucker carlson you know what else you know what else is on that article what's up uh on on that site uh it's articles about how global warming is a hoax oh no 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 that's not that's not a reliable source what are we talking about here the founding of it says america wasn't founded on slavery here's a video debunking the myth that's what's on this site and i'm supposed to believe you Mm -mm. that when did we start getting our news from the daily caller when your values align with a right wing rag like that come on you're probably wrong you're probably in the fucking wrong when they're sitting up there going like you know what we agree on this with me and tuck carlson might hate my black ass and be against every he might call black lives matter terrorists and you might think everything we stand for is terrible but let me tell you something ain't no trans person gonna kiss me in my mouth ain't no trans person gonna kiss me in my mouth uh hip-hop wire covered it black twitter forums like joe vote trying to defend genuine against transphobic claims surfaced mm-hmm. let's look at the transphobic uh claims right because you would think they would have the tweets right now what i want you to notice in this article they have all the tweets quote-unquote defending him Mm-hmm. right why don't they have the initial why don't they have the the people that called him transphobic why don't they have that but they're out there too no they're not out there that's my oh, fucking point they're not out there okay. they is it's a non-story just I to get people saying. hyped up to be like you ain't gonna make me no one's no one's suggesting that so where is this coming from like not even the obligatory like oh there was a couple people which still would be a huge overreaction from what i saw right it was like people grandstanding and talk it still would be a huge overreaction on other people's part but we don't even have that the fuck is wrong with people look at these responses right these are the people on the side of like i said it gives you a chance to express the the bigotry that you have in your heart uh the world needs to to okay i understood what you're saying that's why i said day out there i was thinking reverse my bad okay I no 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 it's no problem no problem it's cool the world needs to sts i guess sit the fuck down and have several fucking seats he doesn't have to date shim yeah okay okay. oh that's oh very respectful very respectful she he doesn't have to date shim that's who's on y'all side if he doesn't want to and a if g had tried to force a kiss on old girl in quotes we would have seen hashtag me too hashtag genuine gets called transphobic for turning down a kiss from a transgender that that's not true like i said he didn't get called transphobic no he didn't why where where is this coming from where is anyone reading anything is anyone doing any research is anyone doing any follow-up 
or is it just a chance to come out and be like oh yeah i don't like trans people here's my chance to misgender them here's my chance to assume they're predatory in nature here's my chance to act like um this is representative of all interactions with trans people you know meanwhile trans people literally dying in the streets because of these type of attitudes promoting this type of culture towards them that they're out here being predatory and tricking us and attacking us and the only thing they want to do is is fuck us and shit like that that's that's the um reaction that people are having and i'm clicking on the youtube link that she had because i want to see what her proof quote unquote of this was because i think it matters Um, it's an eight minute video called genuine gets called transphobic okay of course it's monetized of course it's monetized can't be um can't be transphobic for free i feel you um alright oh I can skip it in four seconds okay well maybe I will play it um another person had a, a gif of uh Michael from the office talking about so hashtag genuine is transphobic because he doesn't want to kiss or date a trans woman that shit got 43 retweets 159 likes uh, another person multiple hollywood elites were calling out for forcing themselves on people in a sexual manner it's interesting now that the same people dragging harvey weinstein are now mad at genuine for not kissing someone he did not feel comfortable kissing hashtag gen- genuine is is that what people are mad about who are these people all people do all day is tag people respond to stuff they don't like quote tweets where are these at now why aren't y'all where's the proof of these the other side of this that are that everyone's so upset about so this is the video that she posted. Let's have your teacups ready because this tea is what? Piping hot. Hey, you guys. It's your girl, T, and I hope everybody's doing good today. Make sure you guys have your teacups ready. Get ready. Y'all get ready. Yes, you get Y'all ready. Got- because this tea is what? Piping hot. Hey, you guys. So I want to come on here and talk about the whole genuine situation. So if you guys do not know, genuine is currently trending all over social media, specifically on Twitter. This and- has 125,000 views, y'all he's basically being drugged by some people because he turned down a kiss from a transgender woman named india willoughby so what went down is that basically for whatever reason genuine's ass is on celebrity big brother in the uk and so they were sitting there talking about you know real women and transgender women and genuine says that he'll date a real woman but he won't date a transgender and this woman starts kind of getting offended and then she starts trying to kiss on genuine and you can see that he's uncomfortable he's not down with it and people actually got mad at this. Go ahead and check out this clip, and I'm going to come back with the rest of my commentary. So would you go yeah. out with a transsexual woman? No. Um, I th- Keep in mind, we have yet to see any proof of anyone. Like, she got tons of pictures and graphics, right? We're watching this video. It's a production. We get to see, well, here's the tweet of him being accused of being transphobic. Here's the person that call- Here's the person on TV calling him out saying he's transphobic. This is literally a non-story it's a non-story it's but but people's innate insecurity and transphobia is coming out to make them be like i'm going to express how strongly i refuse to be around a trans person personality for me is this i mean see see, for me this is this is the problem because i think i think i don't know whether you you would say it or not Mm -hmm. but I feel that a lot of guys would not go out with somebody like me, even though I'm a woman, mm-hmm. because no, they, some they, would, they, no. They, no, but what you no, have no, to remember some is that some but, but they the would worry the about the connotations uh-huh. of it being confused no, with gender no. queer. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. but, yeah, but I don't even think it. I think it's even more about. I think that we live in such a binary world where people think there's two options of gay 
and straight. Yeah, and I think they think, oh, I'm days. having sex with a woman who's well, trans. The world's a buffet. Therefore, right. I'm gay. Yeah, and I think that's why these conversations are important because yeah, I think important. it's about fragile masculinity at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. That men think that make, it, it takes something away from them mm -hmm. from, from being with a trans woman. And ultimately, it's got nothing like it's because they're held to this rigid idea of like i'm heterosexual and if i oh what does that mean i don't know who i am anymore in mm. this world if it's not binary but then as soon as they find out whoa Today's i'm a world. woman right okay forget about any t's or anything in front of it i'm just a woman okay, okay. so on that okay. score you would date me wouldn't you not if you told me you was trans. No, no, I'm not telling you I'm trans. I'm a woman. <laughs> a so woman, you, yeah, a woman. You would woman, 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 yeah. Go on, hey, let's have a kiss. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you see, <laughs> and I think... He's just the, not that into it. I think... All right, so you guys just saw that clip. Now, I want, I want to go ahead and show you guys some interesting tweets from some of the people who are mad at Genuine. Right. So one tweet says, the fact that Genuine is explaining that he wouldn't date a trans woman while eating a banana, and then they're laughing. Then the well, well, How does that uh, mean they called him transphobic? And where where we get a banana from? I ain't nothing about no banana. All right, I didn't see the banana either, but um, how is that them accusing him of being transphobic? That's them making a stupid-ass joke, but that's not that's not accusing him of being transphobic though next tweet says it's genuine's choice choice of course but he needs to be called out for his transphobia in the exact same way that someone would need to be called out on their racism if they said they would never date someone because they are black uh her name is at katie nine seven five three one two zero 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 retweets zero interaction zero likes the fuck and that look like uh the original avid you know they changed yeah it from no an egg. avatar right they changed it from an egg to a silhouette of 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 a circle and a half moon no avatar no I, one was following this person to even be upset and yet is somehow that right somehow did we got here mm -hmm. okay and yet i'm gonna watch people at the person at the person go off about how of course. you're not gonna so make he needs me to be caught out on his transphobia in the exact way that somebody would need to be called out on their racism if they said they would never date someone because they are black another person said so it's okay to say that you won't date a transgender and at india willoughby is a victim but had she said she wouldn't date a black man then i'll help keep in mind this person's on her side so she's presenting this as look what this person said this they didn't say anything about um they didn't say they didn't say genuine was transphobic you know this person is saying it's oh you know maybe they're being sarcastic i take it back this person is saying if you say you wouldn't date a black man that'd be considered racist but saying you want to date somebody trans isn't is not considered uh transphobic and that's a double standard okay got you and it's of course a white dude that because there was a white woman that a white trans woman right so you got that extra layer of bullshit here um but yeah i you know i i this person break loose people have matter of fact up. let me google this person and see while we're talking let's see how many people retweeted or um interacted with this person i'll just search on they twitter got some wild numbers alex, alex w27 right yeah. who has names like this i also know that she cops out the the responses um uh and the numbers you know which if you're going to try to make a point of this is prevailing opinion um 
i feel like you have a you have no choice but to be like and this is what happened with this tweet you know what i mean um and I, it looks like mm, they must have deleted the tweet you i have what i said plus india willard has pissed me right off she's an idiot so apparently he's already um done changed that opinion changed his opinion on this shit um so and of course he uh also says being a certain sex is a lifestyle it's a lifestyle choice that you are a woman what a fucking stupid thing to say there's no difference in someone being born black someone being born a woman a man who is in the wrong body silly comment i agree with that um so i guess i don't know if india willoughby did something he deleted the tweet or he took it down because he got uh responses to it but yeah no, let me, nothing on his timeline has retweets or likes i'm literally looking at his timeline right now um he has 190 followers he lives in edinburgh okay i think this is important to notice because this is the kind of shit people are going look at these people what people how do you even see this person you went looking for this shit oh you had to have like there's no way you really just said oh my god i can't believe all these people accusing genuine transphobia on my timeline no you went and found these yeah i don't know what world i'm living in but i swear the world has gone crazy okay wait that was all the proof i don't see anything wrong with what genuine did he was honest with that was all the proof those three so think about the reaction if y'all been seeing what i've been seeing on social media and at this, i think Charlemagne was even defending it on his show to be like you can't make me kiss what if it was the other way around it's literally not a story it's no one saying that you have to kiss date whatever or someone who's trans no one is saying that no they're not but we're at a point where we're in a society that is literally killing trans people so it's like why can't we see the bigger picture of someone's trying to live and we're worried about forcing them to kiss us we're not even at that stage yet no we're at the is it possible for me to make it through a year as a trans person stage that's where we're at and motherfuckers acting like uh so but yeah these comments you know um if genuine was keep in mind this person said multiple hollywood elites were called out but these same people what are hollywood elites calling genuine transphobic did any any proof because you know if somebody would have that would have been trending i don't see no check marks right okay if genuine was really transphobic he wouldn't have been under a blanket sitting that close to another male so he's calling the trans woman a male y'all being extra as usual these people have more tweet retweets and and likes than by the way than uh the people that uh she had quoted in this youtube video just keep that in mind regarding the whole trans convo on cbb i sympathize with india's point about how hard it is dating as a trans person and the stigma attached but i feel like genuine was unfairly put on the spot almost assumed to be transphobic as a black man people asking me to explain why not dating a trans woman is transphobic trans women are women too genuine was asked if he would date a woman that should apply to a trans woman too they are women period can't believe you are so closed-minded um that person said that and literally that uh, somehow that tweet isn't quoted i'm assuming it was deleted because i my my guess is the the side of the side of uh harassment is not on that person's side so that tweet was uh, must have been deleted because they can't link to it um but yeah man i just felt like this shit was a fake story and it was sad to see people up in arms like that's what the fuck was happening um you know and meanwhile a lot of people were being transphobic in their defense of genuine 
which makes me think they were really defending that transphobia so while genuine's reaction may not have been about him being transphobic or not i really can't say what you know no one can tell somebody who they gotta kiss or whatever that's not that that's that's you know beyond the point um the defense of him was about people's transphobia for the most part you know i hate how they try to play genuine with the transgender sorry but dna plays a major factor in part of everything he is a man who wants a genuine woman tell him i mean he hell he may not he may want more natural children with uh with a woman stop forcing your t-sex on the world stop forcing your t-sex on the world is that like the gay agenda i don't know is that tyrannosaurus rex i don't understand right tyrannosaurus sex what is what is going on what's going on but yeah like i said you got people like charlamagne going on on his show like everybody who quote unquote defended it made it a bigger story than than it was everybody elevated it to the next level trans slash lgbt people have more rights than african-americans these days you can't say nothing about them without being dragged jesus like this those are the defenses it's ridiculous that's not true a true statement it's ridiculous people are fucking scum uh transgender student won eight hundred thousand dollars from school district wisconsin school district is paying a transgender student eight hundred thousand dollars as a settlement for a discrimination lawsuit he filed ash whitaker graduated from trimper high school in june 2017 but he sued the kenosha unified school district in july 2016 for banning him from the boys bathroom with the threat of disciplinary action and subjecting him to daily surveillance what Mm mm-hmm because that's a reasonable way to handle this obviously that's not that's not gonna call and then when they lose the money teachers can't get raises students can't get supplies because you know they don't have that in the budget let's lose eight hundred thousand dollars to bigotry we don't they don't have that where, where those dollars coming from taxpayer dollars y'all wasted on bigotry i didn't vote for that come on i sure <laughs> didn't you know what i mean like just let the motherfucker use bathroom dog it's just a bathroom uh, who gives a fuck uh you're going at a shit and piss trust it'll be okay um uh, the lawsuit ended in the settlement with the seventh uh, circuit city of appeal court of appeals i'm sorry ruled the ksud illegally singles whitaker out for discrimination because he is transgender kusd appealed the decision in u.s supreme court but agreed to withdraw his appeal as a condition of eight hundred thousand dollars settlement on monday the settlement still remains subject to court approval according to the transgender law student and will be finalized this this week this is the other thing man you end up becoming a quote-unquote activist because you were discriminated against uh i wouldn't have no shame about taking that money Mm -mm. like i I, like i don't need to go to the supreme court just give me my motherfucking money Mm -hmm. like i'll take that too um so yeah um and keep in mind that that case has been going for a few years now so that's normally how it is you know what that's the closest we're gonna get to good news that's the closest no but actually i feel compelled to have to cover this last story especially a lot of the uh this story and the genuine story okay miss trans america founder is first known transgender person killed this year Hmm. yeah this is the reality people are dying and we're quibbling over what the fuck like we're more worried about exposing our own bigotry and our own privilege and our own like you not gonna make me for a problem that's not real it doesn't exist you know there's not this overwhelming like oh you won't 
have sex with kiss date a trans person you're transphobic that's also kind of a bubble thing that exists on the internet if at all why are we elevating that type of shit to to spew hatred a whole lot of shim he's misgendering a whole lot of people that claim to be like well i'm not with that kind of stuff but then they couldn't wait to hop on this bandwagon and assume the worst about this situation without even looking into it um well apparently um people still dying and i think these attitudes affect that i don't think it's a coincidence uh krista lee still uh canoozling uh 42 was found dead at her home in north adams massachusetts according to medical examiners who were on the scene she suffered a stab wound to her torso and blunt force trauma to her head her body was found wrapped in a tarp bedding and tied up in a basement oh my goodness her husband's been charged with her murder the 47 year old said he snapped and done something very bad during a january 5th interview during which he also said he struck his wife with a hammer and stabbed her with a knife wow keep in mind they're married so if he pulls the uh trans panic defense or some shit i that'll that's i don't even understand how that would be possible uh her death sits shockwaves through the new england lgbtq community in addition to founding the miss trans america pageant she also helped launch the miss trans new england pageant was one of the organizers of the first new england trans pride march of 2008 among those who share condolences with lambda legals transgender rights protect uh project director drew lovasier who called still canoodling a powerful organizer and fierce activist i'm so sorry to those who were very close to her we must all support each other in this time of horror and sadness uh she deserved better she deserved life and happiness justin adkins a friend of still uh canoodling um echoed these sentiments her thing was always that transgender women are beautiful and need a venue for trans women to be seen as beautiful she was memorialized on social media by a number of prominent lgbtq advocacy groups including glad and the human rights campaign yeah that's that's terrible and it's and it's something that we knew would happen nine days into the year and it's already happened and but we but but people can't wait to spout off about how uh you're not gonna make me kiss no trans person as if it's not all kind of connected to this general attitude of hatred that people have as if you couldn't keep that shit to yourself as if someone's literally as if that's a problem you're gonna run into in your lifetime as if that this you know the very small percentage of this population is uh trans that we know of because we ain't did the census but um as if that's a thing you're gonna walk into a bar and be like well i was forced to kiss a trans person what a tuesday i have been to a lot of bars and so let me tell you on my timeline you, hell no you know that you shit know was what sad they're to doing see. in the bar eating wangs just like me that shit was super sad to see man super sad to see um because nobody just keep in mind nobody was making the opposite point and i think that's mm-hmm. fucking important um all right let's uh move into something else what uh what else haven't we done in a while oh i know we haven't done in a while um let's go ahead take out some trash mm-hmm. let's let's truck move a little slow yeah it's moving slow mm-hmm. they have a power outage too at the truck plant <laughs> <laughs> the show is trash it's taking so long i know right uh, they they the, the the truck people showed up and they power was out too for a few hours <laughs>
fox news reporter quietly left the network over the uh, holiday break amid sexual harassment allegations james rosen quickly uh quietly left the network um he uh was accused of making sexual advances towards three female colleagues including two reporters and a producer he'd been with the network for 18 years and no statement was made or excuse given for his television absence he simply disappeared so fox ain't changed not a motherfucking thing Mm-mm. like they actually helping cover this shit up because they know they might have got a signing bonus for leaving who knows the socially responsible thing is always to come out and be like this is why this nigga left and we don't tolerate that shit here but mm, um just quietly say, all of a sudden you show up to work and bob just ain't there nobody knows what the fuck happened and why he ain't show up to work today mm-hmm. uh so yep the network um uh got another nigga up out of there what does that sound i don't know what that was anyway they got another nigga up out of there uh catherine dunueve i don't know how you pronounce this seems french uh says that the me too me too movement is driven by hatred of men one and uh i don't know if you've been looking at the stock price on men but uh it's way down it's in the red we've been doing a lot of shit while in power to that would might give people a justifiable reason to hate us you know it's not that necessarily uh controversial but more importantly it's not true it's like saying the black lives matter movement is about hating white people or hating the police no it's not if that was the case we would have been had that movement come on you know (laughs) like george zimman wasn't even a police officer you know like um nah it's about or white by the way um it's about um the fact that men have been fucking up and they're representative of the power structure because they're the ones who have been abusing this power so far and it's a system that a lot of people are complicit in uh but yeah actress catherine denue joined 99 other french women claiming that men are being unfairly targeted by sexual misconduct allegations adding the me too campaign amounts to puritanism it was fueled by hatred of men keep in mind um where are the men that didn't do it anybody seen them you know where are the men that you know they just they're just on the list because people hate men where are they at guys has anybody seen these guys these men no nobody no 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 any names you want to add to the list that oh remember when they put him on the list because they just hate him and he ain't do shit oh okay all right all right in the aftermath of the accusations against hollywood film producer harvey weinstein many women took to social media to share their stories of being sexually harassed and saw to using me too hashtag um as well as uh balance ton pork i don't know what that means or squill on your pig in france oh, okay uh the 74 year old that's uh, always an old ass woman ain't it uh who is one of france's most famous screen stars was among those warning that legitimate protests against sexual violence stemming from weinstein scandal had gone too far i told y'all they're gonna try to end this movement of course they didn't say because now women are lying they just went it's enough okay we had a moment y'all got a little award show you guys are now you guys are just you're moving too many people out okay right because the grammys is what at the end of the month and they probably not even want to talk about shit yeah look guys 10 people lost jobs and that's just too much uh yes she the urge to send men to the slaughterhouse instead of helping women be more autonomous 
helps the enemies of sexual freedom the hundred performers scholars and others said in a column published tuesday by lemon daily uh the man's right to pester women was an essential part of sexual freedom they said in the open letter describing the campaign as puritanism a man's right to pester women keep in mind this is rape this is some sexual assault up in here this is harassment stalking stopping people's careers pester what kind of pepulet pew ass shit is this yeah i was listening to uh, npr and uh they was talking to a lawyer who actually um helps uh women who like come out against like sexual sexual assaults and things like that and uh she was saying it's heartbreaking when i have to tell women that they have to make a choice when it comes to coming out publicly about things like this Mm -hmm. she said i have to tell them you know that you probably will never work in this field again you're gonna change fields you're gonna change careers like period you know and you know that's very heartbreaking to tell them she said but i'm being truthful with them because it's going to be something that's going to stick with them for the rest of their lives then you have some women who just actually just leave on their own accord um yeah but women want money you know shit like that uh the vigilante online justice has punished men in their jobs forced some to resign when all they did was touch a knee try to steal a kiss talk about intimate matters in a work dinner we defend a right to pester which is vital to sexual freedom so you know in the name of feminism we just gonna excuse people you know raping and shit yeah no criminal charges been brought against even harvey weinstein yet ain't nobody going to jail what the fuck are we talking about here even harvey weinstein has had no criminal charges yet right i love losing the job is the fucking worst thing ever you're gonna find another job you're gonna be all right you're gonna be okay wait long enough you can come back ask mel gibson shut your i'm not gonna say it anyway um fuck this lady she's part of the problem too the same way i feel about matt damon is how i feel about people like that fuck them part of the problem either part of the problem part of the solution uh by the way speaking of men being unfairly punished tavis smiley bounces back with a new tv deal in the new show nobody gets canceled no they do not so he can harass the women over there too nothing happened to him everyone was so oh is it fair that these people lose what do they lose what did he lose nothing he will do a five city um town hall tour talk about relationships in the workplace plans to write a book and an online course called leading by listening he literally is making money off of being sexual wow um yeah he announced he has a new show that will focus on inspirational stories called the upside with tavis smiley the show will air and the word network and also be streamed online um what the hell's the word network um i don't know karen somebody giving him money to do his shit i guess and uh, nobody gets canceled smiley hopes that the digital deal with the media company air now will put him in front of a younger audience and he also has an international distribution deal for the upside so he can harass those women too just working with him right mr i didn't know i couldn't do that <sighs> james franco got accused of sexual misconduct after his golden Globes win for the disaster artist uh apparently uh on twitter an actress came out that used to be in a relationship with him 
and uh was talking about um you know the the way he treated her and stuff and some of the stuff he did to other people that she knows about now a long time ago and i think we covered on the show and i just literally forgot about it because it's been that long and people are so weird but um and people have done so much stuff on me he tried to holler at like a 17 year old girl on instagram and got caught i don't know if you remember that story it was like she was underage and he was making jokes about it but it just went away like it was just kind of nothing like because i don't think he actually sexually did anything but mm-hmm. still it was kind of like that was a weird story and there's plenty of men that have weird stories like you know like wait a minute how old was that girl um and hollywood for some reason is very lax about that you yes, know yes they are tiger was dating callie when she was like 16 and people just acted like there was nothing wrong with that <laughs> meanwhile willow smith took a picture where her friend was on the bed without his shirt people on not even touching her people lost their mind right so different standards i guess anyways there was some backlash reaction in the reactions to the evening um of me too and stuff and some uh one woman named violet paley tweeted out cute hashtag times up pn james franco remember the time you pushed my head down in a car towards your exposed penis and that other time you told my friend to come to your hotel when she was 17 after you already had been caught doing that to a different 17 year old oh mm-hmm that's uh it's pretty big you know he did respond by saying that uh he he didn't re- recall it or it was different or something um than what she said it didn't go the way she said it went uh she also had a friend that chimed in that was like yeah um i remember that too he uh did something similar to someone else matter of fact i'm looking up that article too because i got both of them um but yeah he um he basically i think he went on what show was it Fuck, the late show that's what he did he went on the late show with stephen colbert and he was asked about it and he basically was like nah that's not what happened uh but he did apologize but clearly he he's not gonna say he did these things um yeah on the late show Col- uh, franco told colbert he was aware of the tweets but the accusations were not accurate i have no idea what i did to ali sheedy i directed her in a play off broadway i have nothing i had nothing but a great time with her total respect for her had no idea why she was upset he said uh the others look in my life uh look in my the others look in my life i pride myself on taking responsibility so the others the other women that are accusing him because it's not just one woman uh i had i take uh take responsibility for things that i've done i have to do that to maintain my well-being i do it whenever i know that there's something that's wrong that needs to be changed the things that i've heard that were on twitter are not accurate but i completely support people coming out and being able to have a voice because they didn't have a voice for so long i don't want to shut them down in any way i think it's a good thing and i support it Mm mm-hmm uh colbert said in your case you say this was not an accurate thing for me do you have any idea of what the answer might be to come to some sense of what the truth is so there can be some kind of reconciliation between the two people who clearly have a different view of things uh at the start and dropping a few times franco responded if there's restitution to be made i will make it if i've done something wrong i will fix it on tuesday the new york times decided to cancel a time talk event with franco the Times said in a statement the event was intended to do a discussion of the film but uh given the controversy surrounding the allegations they're no longer comfortable with yeah, that yeah i want them proud they want people coming protesting yeah um so yeah i don't know what you what you do multiple people accusing you um and uh you know 
twitter is kind of now where things come out this is um and if you don't have a response uh, basically that is i didn't do that shit um ain't really shit you're gonna be able to say that's gonna let it be you know let pe- people gonna let slide um so and then according to this like they used to date so it's even more of a thing you know and some people were responding saying like you know i dated the person that uh sexually assaulted me at the time and all this other stuff too because it gets deep and complicated yes it does it's not, it's not like a movie where someone jumps out of a bush Mm-mm. you know um you know and his response is simply it's not accurate which could mean a lot of shit honestly yeah you know um yeah so um we'll see if more shit comes out because i think you'll see more if this is you know like i said with all this stuff when you get accused when other women start coming out that's when you have that okay all right this is your thing yeah another woman said hey james franco the nice times up pitted the golden glows remember a few weeks ago you told me the the full nudity you had me doing two of your movies for a hundred dollars a day wasn't exploitative because i signed a contract to do it times up on that another said whatever i still remember james franco trying to pick up a teenager on instagram yeah that that actually really did happen um someone said um uh oh yeah they just talked about the original um 17 year old thing um another woman ali sheedy said james that's the woman that was in the relationship with him james franco just won please never ever ask me why i left film slash tv business okay wait by christian slater and james franco at, at at the table on golden globes why is a man hosting why is james franco allowed in said too much night love you so she was sub kind of subtweeting him mm-hmm. the whole night um so and then that shit came all the way out so there you go that's what i want to know like these actors be like i'm still going to these award shows i'm still gonna go on this press tour and shit if you know you got some shit out here like this somebody gonna have to start getting in front of it or like i said people just gonna wear themselves out and be like oh we tired of hearing about this so we're just it's back to background noise and that's gonna be interesting what happens with someone people really like like james franco people don't really know or like james weinstein Mm -mm. some of these people are old and the time is up right right but i'm noticing like certain people they're allowed to just keep kicking if they're young they can produce and they can still do their thing people just gonna let casey affleck gonna still get another movie i don't expect anything to really happen to these people it'll just be an open openly out now that they're oh you know something's up with that dude broadway legend ben vereen is accused of sexually harassing hair actress actresses broadway i have no idea who this person is oh you know him if you see him um he's a black man famous um um i mean yeah he's famous he's been around for a while um i'll put his picture in the chat so you can see it okay and then you can uh judge for yourself i don't yourself. be knowing nobody's name yeah yeah i know that's your gift i know i know faces but don't ask me nobody's name or the name of the movie yes i know that i know him right so that's ben vereen um and now the the me too is making its way through broadway you know uh it's funny because it's like me too moves in waves of industry it was such a weird wave way for this thing to to kind of spread but that's basically what's been happening you know it's been oh it's you know it's this it's video game it's tech it's that right 
anyway uh he has apologized following accusations of inappropriate sexual misconduct with cast members in the 2015 community theater production of the musical hair the allegations first reported early friday by blog on stage and the new york new york daily news were leveled by two young actresses who starred in the show which was performed by a volunteer cast at the venice theater in florida um yeah he and the thing is it was a volunteer cast but he was like this is gonna get on broadway i'm gonna get y'all you know promises of fame and fortune for all these people that were working for free essentially meanwhile he's using it as his personal like how am i gonna fuck these young girls uh one actress caitlin terpstra said vereen lured her to a hot tub in his florida rental home and touched her inappropriately accusing him of misconduct in the theater as well including getting naked with the cast much of the unwanted interactions were done under the guise of improving the actress's craft kind of like the cosby approach in the statement on friday he said i'd like to apologize directly to the female cast members of the musical hair for my inappropriate conduct when i directed the production in 2015 while it was my intention to create an environment that replicated the themes of the musical during the rehearsal process i have since come to understand that it is my conduct not my intentions that are relevant here look i was just grabbing your pussy to try to help you act okay uh terpstra described a new scene in which the cast was forced to rehearse in pairs and comment on each other's bodies and said vereen then got naked even though he wasn't in the show she said he told her she needed to lose weight the other woman identified by the daily news only by her first name kim told the paper similar stories and also alleged vereen forced her to perform oral sex on him in a hot tub i okay so i have a slight complaint i don't understand why these articles always put shit like that after the stuff that people won't think is that bad because i know people that would be like well look it's a play you have to be comfortable with your body i've been in plays i've gotten naked before that's not that unusual okay maybe lead their weight out of it but sometimes you have to lose weight for a role blah 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 like you can see all that shit then halfway through the article like oh he made a woman suck his dick this is after we read a fucking hey my bad if i didn't i was just trying to help people act by making them suck your dick right it's not a porn what the fuck why is that halfway through the article sorry it's a small nitpick but goddamn leave with the fucking the shit that matters you know that i mean the other stuff is creepy too but goddamn that's a that's a fucking crime they do that because they know most people are not gonna read that far god uh maybe this is why all the people i know are like you know so many people are like look man if a man just comes on to a woman i don't see a problem with it maybe they just read the first two paragraphs of all the articles and the crimes is near the bottom uh kick you in your face go ahead also recall an incident in september 2015 when vereen invited her to a bar then brought her back to his house to go in the hot tub where she said vereen made her feel like the situation was only sexual because she was making it so oh why you being uptight baby i'm just saying get in the hot tub with me ain't nothing sexual we can't hang out we can't be friends Tersha said she initially refused to go in explained she didn't have a swimsuit with her and then he she said he immediately cut me off and said nudity isn't inherently sexual and that's the point of hair as he was chastising me he was alluding to the fact that i wasn't mature enough to be in the show she was 22 at the time uh Terpstra said she eventually got in the hot tub figuring that because Vereen's son was also in the house it was more of a family outing than anything inappropriate inside the hot tub Vereen allegedly asked her a slew of questions about her personal life emotional events like her parents divorce i started to cry a little bit he put me on his lap then i felt his erection he said do you feel that she said she moved off of him but he didn't change the subject asking her if she thought he wanted to sleep with her and called it unfortunate when she said yes okay can't believe you would think just because i let you sit on my lap and feel my dick on you and ask you could you feel it that i was somehow sexually aroused wow bitch 
can't believe i let you in my hot tub naked like this the accusations against vereen come as part of a national reckoning da 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 uh terpster brought up the harvey weinstein accusations and the me too movement encouraging her to come out it's crazy weinstein had more effect than cosby of people coming out mm-hmm. not really sure why maybe because i don't know because he was a dick because cosby had another like there was a burst of people coming out like hey i've been harassed but, but it was something about weinstein oh i know why <laughs> i can't believe i said i don't know why because of the powerful white actresses being the victims instead mm-hmm. of uh instead of uh not powerful still kind of mixed race or white or whatever actresses being victims correct um all right let's go to the next section real quick and then we'll uh we'll wrap up we'll do a couple more stories um give me one second guys we'll be right back on the air with more of whatever this is more trash after these messages we'll be trash back duh uh (laughs) all right uh go live yes invite the attendees get karen on screen boom oh that picture that's wrong with you nothing wrong with me bae was just wanting to take a look nice little picture for the for her i mean for uh for her magazine cover and i just wanted to help two women have filed criminal complaints against russell simmons to, according to TMZ, two women reportedly filed police reports late last month claiming Simmons raped them in 1983 and 1991, respectively. One of the alleged victims has been identified as Sherry Hines. Uh, she told police to attack, well, he attacked her 83 in his office. Happened so fast. Oh. Next thing you know, my pants are down. He was wh- having his way. Hines said the alleged attack where he, she claimed she was pinned down and restrained. And then when he finished, I ran out of there and I left and I was crying. I stood in the elevator for what felt like forever. She continued adding, she couldn't believe this man just violated me like I was nothing. The other victim, however, has requested anonymity. According to publication, the woman claimed Simmons raped her in his Manhattan home and after a date in 1991, she claimed the music icon forced himself on her after she declined his sexual advances. The new allegations of rape come after nearly 13 women have accused him of sexual misconduct and rape. However, the mogul has previously denied all accusations and even took a polygraph test to disprove the claims. Simmons is current, <laughs> okay. Simmons is currently under investigation, but he maintains he's never had sexual encounter with that was non-consensual or unlawful ever. I don't know, dog. One out of 13 might, one out, come on. 13? 13 is a lot, bruh. Just saying. That's a whole lot. Hate to be that guy. Uh, Tessa Thompson. Ah! Tessa Thompson says Lena Dunham wasn't involved in the Times Up initiative, but yet they had a call where they were like, look, we want people to be in this picture to su- that, that support the Me Too movement, blah, blah. Well, guess who showed up? Lena Dunham showed up to be in that picture. So Tessa Thompson, they had a picture, I think, on the Instagram of that gathering of women. Um, and somebody asked, um, hey, why is she in this fucking picture? Right? um and tessa responded lena was not anywhere present in our group during the countless hours of work for the last two months we hosted an open house for actresses for red carpet messaging and lena's presence was a surprise to us all it is this is a time of reckoning and for many re-education so many women also have real work to do i'm afraid it's too nuanced a conversation to have on this platform but i hear you and know that your thoughts and words are not lost on me it's been discussed Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. know what she was doing defending rapist mm-hmm. so since then unfortunately uh because i think she was clear enough 
but tessa has clarified her lena dunham times up comment um and what some people kind of deemed as an apology but she said it's not uh, it's not an apology she says a response i made to comments on instagram posts became fodder for a piece that i believe was designed to create conflict where there isn't any it's perhaps more complex than that but i in no way want to diminish lena dunham and her work her voice and her importance we have spoken she knows my heart i feel a responsibility uh to the to uh women that have sometimes felt ignored dismissed and underrepresented um well, let me make this bigger i hate when twitter does this cut off the picture um all right um they are my beacons i regret that my words were misinterpreted to distract from the most important thing um the times up campaign is for everyone in all capacities contributions big and small it doesn't belong to anyone it is for us all the beauty of this huge collaboration has been a group of countless committed people who have uh come together for a shared purpose to create change and it is such a powerful thing i stand humble with everyone involved linked not ranked mm-hmm. but she didn't put no work in but i asked showed up for that goddamn picture get the fuck out of here i think she said it the first she said it right the first time right and they was mad that she showed her ass up there and she didn't they probably she probably ignored all the emails and phone calls and shit because i'm pretty sure they probably uh did uh, you know mad shit for everybody and you didn't do anything and then you show up and everybody was like where the fuck you come from yeah also i'm pretty sure um they asked her to do that you see what i'm saying i'm sure that the yeah. other women because see white women in general will always pick the path of least resistance with that kind of shit and it's like well we don't want to ostracize anyone lena dunham's ass is not a friend and until she does better you can't be out here giving her credit for shit she's not doing right tessa did clarify a little bit more on twitter this was not meant as an apology as much as an attempt to recenter the conversation around the work the truth remains many women particularly women of color don't feel safe and seen to those women like aurora Perona, Perano, uh who is the woman that accused lena dunham's friend of rape i see you i'm with you this must be clear so because a lot of people were like oh i can't believe you had to apologize and that is how it felt to me i'm not saying it was an apology because she never said she was sorry and whatever but it felt like in my mind like not knowing what happened behind the scenes it felt like someone called her to the carpet like hey you need to take this back lena is a friend and we don't need you having this caddy in fighting da 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 as opposed to being like no nah, that's that's a good point we all sat there and talked because she said they had to talk about it before which so, means these other white women talked to her about her showing up and they were mad some of them were upset they did not agree that she shouldn't have been there and because when somebody but like this when somebody asked why is she here somebody had to answer that mm-hmm why do you ask these white women why this bitch ain't he why she show up you ain't asked none of them mm-hmm. where are they statements at dunham also put a response out by way of indie wire it reads i was honored to be invited to the meeting by a close friend to observe the work that these amazing women have been doing the past few months for highly personal reasons i've been unable to join previous ex- efforts but being asked to be a part of this celebratory mo- moment was very beautiful i've worked with tessa and respect her artistry and admire her consistent candor and it's also one of those things too her quote-unquote apology was a hey, we got to work together so I'm, I'm gonna put it cool but i i did say what i said and i'm not taking back what i said mm-hmm. you know and nina dunham has done a lot of shit that's almost anti everything that they're representing 
she literally went but not my friend me too but not this woman not my friend then then by the way never apologized to the woman mm-hmm. when it came out that they lied her that i don't know if we updated this already but the man lied and his lawyer lied and said that she just wanted money from them well she never asked for any money so where's where's the fucking apology lena oh we have inside knowledge we know this one's fake but the rest of these women might be telling the truth i stand with them just not this woman accusing my friend because he's my friend everyone think they friend didn't do it everybody thinks that right that's why we all complicit because everybody think they friend is the one that's it's always your friend the one you know um all right i'll move on from this uh <laughs> matter of fact we actually need to wrap up um let's do sore ratchetness and get out of here all right um what a terrible fucking world we live you know i have this is it's terrible i'm sorry guys i apologize but not sincerely to anyone i may have gotten offended i apologize Mm-mm, i said what i said <laughs> also a show programming note we're doing this too much because this is us is back friday at 4 p.m so if you i'll be on the lookout for that freemium is back y'all antique weapons collector who stabbed dad of two with a sword in front of his terrified young children is jailed oh guess the race white uh an antique collector who stabbed a dad of two with a sword in front of his young children has been jailed for seven years barry lawrence 43 flew into a rage after the driver named only as mr smith in local reports beat his horn at him because he cut him a, a roundabout the court heard lawrence slammed on his brakes and got out of his transit van before aggressively shouting through the victim's open window dad of two mr smith told lawrence to move his vehicle before being pushed as he tried to leave the scene but the defendant told him you aren't going anywhere until i see what you what i till you see what i got before pulling out an antique sword from his van Ah! and stabbing the driver twice in the body oh so did he sit around waiting or what (laughs) wait till you see what i got uh i guess all right this i mean i don't have anything else to do right i guess i I mean what choice do i have Ooh, a sword oh that's what you got well good for you buddy oh i'm dead i know that's how it happened y'all this kid was like daddy run we kids and we smarter than this i know don't see what he got yeah he fucked around and got sliced up he got death that's what he got (laughs) yes he did (laughs) Why do you see my sword? I love it. Wham, wham, wham. Um, I'm gonna cut this nigga up. Uh, so yeah, um, as Mr. Smith tried to grab the weapon, he suffered long-term injuries to his hands before members of the public bravely intervened. Um, Lawrence of Coventry was jailed after he pleaded guilty to wounding with intent to cause grievously, grievous body harm. Wounding with intent to kill grievous body harm apparently oh that's how that's how you phrase kill okay this is a very grave offense it was something that didn't just happen impulsively it was over a sustained period it's a typical situation that arises when two motorists fall out of driving but what you did then was to block his path 
he was there he was there together with his partner and two infant children you completely lost your temper and it's culminated in you making a decision to get a sword from your vehicle the court heard the attack took place in coventry on august 6th in front of mr smith's terrified partner and two young children age six and three man when the stabbing first heard and first happened i was aware that i had been injured said uh uh read out the victim impact statement on court i could feel the blood nut not not see the actual wound i don't know if that's a typo maybe he's having some of this nut and seed ah! i know karen likes that nut and seed i had some earlier i, I had some of my own nut and seed before we started the show i did not take none of your nut and seed with me to work this morning it's very tasty listen guys is it good you guys should try some of my nut and seed all right guys <laughs> laura bar nut and seed crunchy bar dark chocolate almond you know the kind that i like i have to get some of that nut and seed in me then, i huh? am so full of nut and seed right now can <laughs> got a gut full of seed a gut full of it chocolate seed all you up gonna in have me. to share some with me then oh i'm definitely gonna give you some <laughs> after the show I'm like i'm gonna fill you up with some nut and seed after this show girl <laughs> Mm-hmm. you can tell your heart's content <laughs> <laughs> i felt that how the hell wrong with you uh matter of fact you know what guys just don't get sores all right <laughs> i gotta get out of here i have to deliver some nut and seed and, uh, <laughs> i just don't have time to end this show guys until next time <laughs> i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.